0: Hi, this is Karina Gantas, host of Behind the Pen. You're listening to the audio podcast. Enjoy. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Behind the Pen. We are still in that Pod Promo Month. That's National Podcasting Month. That's where I record, edit and post a podcast every day in November. And it's going very well at the moment. I've had some amazing guests, and today I have another amazing guest. Uh, I'm your host, Karina Gantas. I am an award winning author of 14 books, award winning filmmaker, booktuber, YouTuber. I run Author Assist, which helps authors with their marketing, promotion, and everything in between. And I also, the host of the artist first radio network show Author Assist. Behind the pen, as you know, it's for all creatives um a illustrator writer editor anyone who uses a pen for their work and it's a video cast and a podcast so you could be listening or you could be watching right now but let me introduce you to my guest tony cox welcome to the show tony
1: hi Karina. thank you very much for having me
0: i'm very pleased to have you here and i have to say um Two writers in the same house, that hasn't come across before. Um, those that watched yesterday's episode with Sean, they are living in the same house, two writers. How did this come about? What happened?
1: When I first started writing, in my first year, um, I was looking for reviewers for my book. And um, a guy in our author community, he was helping all the new authors, and he suggested that, this girl from a company or reviewer group called the Blithering Bibliomaniacs. <laughs> and so I contacted this girl and she said, mm, fantasy is my favorite genre. Um, I'll read your book, but don't be sad if I only give you two or three stars because it's I rated it very harshly because you've got to compete with people like Tolkien and so forth.
0: Well, she's so, wrong there. Okay. She's, she's wrong there. I can't believe she said that to you. She oh, my said gosh.
1: That to me. So I sent her my book and um, she absolutely loved it. She gave it five stars. She gave me a wonderful oh, review. Oh, and Wonderful. Then- we met at a at a bookshop and she stalked me ever since until we became best friends.
0: So you were you living in the same area to begin with?
1: Yeah, we oh, lived in the same area. right,
0: so you, it was easy to get together and meet.
1: Yeah, yeah. So now, wow. and now she stays in the upstairs apartment and my husband and I stay in the downstairs apartment. Oh North that South. is
0: lovely. How long have you known each other? Uh,
1: since 2017
0: wow that's so cool and have you actually collaborated together on a book
1: not yet we've got the cover for it we've got a cover for it. the book but no book not yet <laughs> but it's planned it's planned it's coming i've so saying two writers in the same house
0: yeah why not especially with her horror i was looking at her books uh, yesterday and i was like whoa i was like I don't think I could even open the book with that cover you know she's really really into her horror but um yeah two writers in the same house get that collab going I think that's amazing if you do let's talk about Tony. Tony when did you first start writing?
1: I started writing in 2015 because I've got certain chronic illnesses and when I was first diagnosed I decided life is too short not to follow your dream. Uh, Being diagnosed, it changed my outlook on life a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I'm not going to roll over and die. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I'm not going to let this inhibit Mm -hmm. what I can do and what I want to do. So I started making notes and I started researching and I started everything. how long did you
0: have that idea for that first book how long was it festering inside you before you finally
1: since i I was a kid
0: this story has been with you since you were a kid
1: yeah yeah i started with building that world since i was a kid used to take my dog into the forest and just build this this tree city in my mind
0: oh my gosh
1: yeah, And it's, if you read my first book, it's all about this tree city where the elves live and where the magic is. and
0: sounds like Tolkien was a, a very good uh, inspiration for you.
1: Yeah, yes, definitely. I read all his books, or rather, The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, um, even a little bit of Silmarillion and so forth, um, from when I was young. So. Them. a I lot think, of my writing is based on him
0: I think Tolkien has uh, really helped probably shaped every fantasy book out there is somehow based from from his um, yeah. amazing trilogy going back to your illness and um, deciding that you were definitely going to write this book that had been in, in you for so many years I have the same I have a chronic illness And that's what started me from doing author assist and making my dreams come true by helping other authors. I've been in this business 27 years now. And everything I learned, I wanted to give back to authors that needed that help. Um, So Author Assist started, the podcast started, the radio show started, the book trailers I did for authors have become international um, winners at uh, International Film Festival, 16 awards so far. And all of this happened after I became ill. But like you, I didn't allow that illness to take over and to run my life. I know how much I can do and how much I can't do. So I won't push myself. You know that all yeah. that's the spoons. You've heard, you've heard the spoon Absolutely. theory. Yes, um, You have to stay strong for yourself, mm. and you have to. It, what it is? It's acceptance. No matter what happens, more and more things for me go on every single season. I have something else added to my list. I have another medication yeah. added to my list, and it's just every, having uh, to accept yeah. it. There's nothing you can do about it. So accept it and get on and make the life best as you can. So I yeah, understand no you one hundred percent.
1: Yeah. There's no point in feeling sorry for yourself. You just gotta get on with it yeah. and make the best of it. And yeah. I'm having the best time of my life writing my books. That's that's, what I've that's always amazing. Wanted... That's mm.
0: what I said. I mean, if, if life throws if life throws lemons at you, make the best lemonade in the world. You exactly. know? so your first book it was a fantasy about a tree city which is what illusional reality my book has but they're not elves so we're not we're not we're not so similar but we do have a tree city a forest tree city in the illusional reality so what is different with your fantasy to Tolkien's and every other fantasy what makes yours more unique um
1: mine starts actually on earth um, and it's it's portal fantasy, so you can travel between the planets through a portal. And um, I weave in various um, creatures, from the elves to dwarves to humans, um, but they don't usually mingle on their home planet. They live on different planets. So when they do mingle, it usually means there's some great adventure happening which is the premise of of the books so this first trilogy is based on the elves and their adventure in this case it's the vampires that attack them
0: wow yeah. vampires and elves i like that so
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's that was the whole trilogy uh, three books to do with that you're not giving yeah. any more of the plot away you just leave it as yeah. that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's also centers around elemental magic. So the elves all have elemental magic, um, usually one or two, so let's say an average elf would be able to manipulate air and water, or maybe just air or just water or just fire. And the heroine of the, the book, I mean show your readers
0: okay readers, and those yeah those that are watching the podcast need to come over to the videocast after and have a look at that gorgeous cover that is beautiful who did that yes.
1: um uh, joe rakesa is a cover artist that specializes in this old style dragons oh
0: that's absolutely cover absolutely beautiful yeah. so you have so, a dragon in the first book
1: all of them. So all of them. what you see on the cover is the main heroine. She's an Elven princess. And that's her dragon, Midnight. Oh. So they they feature prominently, this dragon and this girl. In, the, in all and three books? All three books, yeah. That's who their the, adventure. The, okay. Yeah, who the books are, are about. And she is a prime elemental. So she can uh, manipulate everything. all four yeah. Um, elements. Yeah, Plus she can manipulate a fifth elemental and um that's basically what the story is based on and how oh. she needs to because she's such a special elemental the people turn to her to save them from this mm. threat and she feels she's not ready she's too young mm. so she is needs to young go adult through book? this whole growth mm, yes there are there is a little bit of an older theme to it but anything over 16 can read it
0: Over 16. Okay.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: New adult, maybe. I don't know, young adult. I don't know. Young adults, the kids nowadays, they read some really strong stuff, but then the authors bring it out as young adult. I've never let my child read it myself, but uh, their, their reading has just gone from how it was Twenty years ago, to what they're reading now, it's like whoa, big big step. So yeah, yeah, I mean, even if it has some adult elements into it, it would still be classed as young adult. How old is yeah. the main character, the Elven princess?
1: In human years, it would probably be about twenty-two.
0: Oh, she's not young then. Yeah. All right, so because normally young adult has young characters, um and that what makes them young adult, but so yeah, if you yeah, keep it clean, then adult. yeah. If you keep the book clean and the door open, as we say, then then that could certainly be read by young adults. That book was absolutely massive for a first book. How many words was it?
1: This the first one is not that big. It's only one hundred and sixteen. Oh, only one
0: hundred and sixteen. My first book was like forty-five thousand. Oh my! Book God.
1: three is one hundred and eighty-five thousand words. Wow. Yeah. But that's epic fantasy for you. If you look at my normal paranormal um, fantasy, they're looking at 90,000. And if you look at the uh, smaller, urban fantasy series they're That's about easy. sixty thousand. That's yeah,
0: there's still a novel, but that those first ones, especially for a debut novel to be so big. Wow. Did you when when you released it, how was it accepted for that size? Did you have any problems?
1: Mm, no, no, it's for epic fantasy, it's the correct length.
0: But everyone's okay buying a, a paperback so heavy didn't have any yeah. problem because i know no, when no. when you print it the more pages you have the more the price goes up so something like that is going to cost a lot of money and will yeah. people pay that
1: yeah but um different genres have different uh links of books
0: mm-hmm. and
1: epic fantasy is one of the longest
0: oh, so, so so they so know within... they'd expect it to be that price gotcha right, yeah. okay yeah. so so that was epic fantasy and you've just thrown mm-hmm. some other books in, in in my way and and throughout yeah. some other genres so what what else have you been writing
1: i write paranormal romance with so, uh, usually with vampires um, wall shifters. shifters that's right uh i also write um like mixed between um young adult fantasy and urban fantasy so that would be more new uh, young adult
0: yeah, young which adult, new read, adult, yeah.
1: Yeah, which can be read by pretty much anyone that hasn't got the steamia in it, whereas but, the paranormal romance has got the steam in it.
0: Of course, and most of them yeah. do. <laughs> um, for those that don't know, the urban fantasy is happening on our land, on our time, in our world, whereas yes. epic fantasy and um, high fantasy and low fantasy are all outside of our world. So yes. urban is happening. Do in your urban fantasy, do the humans know about the supernaturals that live with them?
1: Sometimes. Yeah. Is I it- usually mix them and then Sometimes it gets revealed, and sometimes there's confrontation.
0: I can imagine the um, confrontation. Yeah. <laughs> you meet a vampire for the first time. Oh my God, they're real! Oh my God, they're <laughs> real. Is there, where's Edward?
1: <laughs> so in my paranormal romance, this series, the Mortal series, there's a big clash between the humans and the paranormals. So this series is five books long, and five um, books.
0: Wow.
1: Five. Yeah, and that starts off with um, the friction being between the paranormal factions, and it eventually turns that the friction is between the humans and the paranormals. And it's that, all um, about a
0: war between the two species.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: Wow, and it's a paranormal romance, so we have to say the main character is maybe human, and the, her her lover is going to be supernatural
1: well, the the loving couple is Faye and Vampire.
0: Faye and Vampire. Ah, so not a human. That's unusual. <laughs> well done. <laughs> oh, I like that. It's uh, the more the more different you can be to other books out there, the more chance you have of uh, getting a really good fan base and they're going to read all your work. I mean, yeah. You started, you said you started in 2015?
1: Yeah, that's when I first started um, writing. And how many books have you
0: got now, Tony?
1: um, Well, I started publishing, um, indie author publishing in 2017, and I now have 23 books.
0: 23? Yeah. This is your
1: full-time job? You don't do another? I, I do work half days. Oh and then in the God. afternoon, I do my authoring.
0: Wow. And, and do you have a VA or do you do your own promotion? I mean.
1: Yeah, I've, I've got a, I've got a PA that helps me out with my social media.
0: Good. Um, you wouldn't have time to do that as well. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> wow. That's but, amazing.
1: Uh, I, I do have a, a proofreading company. So I do proofreading for other authors, um, as a side job yeah wow that's
0: i think it's wonderful when an author even though you know they've got loads and loads of books out and they're still writing new books um goes into a career that helps other authors like mm. proofreading like editing uh, like what i do vapa publicist uh, marketing whatever um It uh, it then allows you to um, stay in that writing community Mm. and get a really good reputation for yourself, not just as an author, but as a provider of services. So once you've got that good name, then then everyone knows where to go to to get their stuff proofread. How long have you been doing the proofreading now?
1: Mm, Two years
0: two years wonderful yeah. well good luck with that because it's still Thanks. rather new compared to how long you've been writing wow yeah. so, i can't believe that you got all those books out in that short amount of time and you're working part-time as well plus mm-hmm. the proofing on top
1: yeah it's a lot of hard work but it's it's i like it
0: yeah i like to keep myself so busy it makes you mm-hmm. stop thinking about the other side doesn't it
1: exactly yeah, this is, is why. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I do want to be a full-time author, so I am working on that at the moment. I am busy with a with a big course um, for uh, business management and business practices as an author. So once I've completed that, um, I will turn my business into full-time.
0: Because I mean people especially authors they don't realize that once you have this one even one book published that is a business
1: it's a business
0: you're not you're not just putting a book out and hoping people read it it's a business and businesses need you to work on them they need you Mm -hmm. to promote people need to know who you are they need to know about your books they need to know is it worth spending money on you can you actually write you know that they're they see this new book they see this new author they've never heard of like right now no one's no one's seen you before no one's heard of your books before but now we're talking and we're going through all of these amazing books that you've written and someone is going to go over to amazon or and uh, Check out your books, especially the amount you do. And for those that love fantasy, those that love paranormal romance, those that are young adult and love uh, the fantasy uh, part of it. I mean, it's it's all in- inclusive with, with what you do. You have, I think when it comes to business as an author, you need a brand. Yes. And because you, you need to build
1: your brand you
0: yeah. need to build your brand but you need to have a branding first and so you do fantasy even though you've got all the subgenres going off it, your yes. main um, genre is fantasy so your branding would be to do with fantasy somehow. I don't know if you've yeah. got you've started your branding you've got your logo have you done all yeah. that? yeah
1: yeah my, my logo is a dragon
0: wonderful and and do you have yeah. a like a branding tagline or anything that represents um, who you are I
1: and what do, you do have I do have a slogan that comes up it pops up in, on my website and so forth it says step into my world um because that's what I want people to do when they read my books I want them to, to step my world. into my world lovely so when they read a book they must immerse themselves in the worlds that i've built for them doesn't matter if i'm writing third person or first person i always try and write very deep point of view yeah so i'll immerse myself and let and write down everything the character sees yeah and what he what he or she feels and yeah. what the atmosphere is like and so that the reader can immerse themselves, immerse in themselves.
0: this is this is what I did when I got a contract for uh, Illusional Reality which is a two-book duology she wanted me to rewrite it both of them completely in a different point of view and I was like oh my and it was deep pov and I was like what's deep pov and she explained to me and after I did it the difference it made the the like you said it's more intense it's more emotional it has more impact because it's going deeper into the point of view of the main character and I think in my opinion I mean I haven't changed since that was done all of my books since have been deep POV. I don't think I'd go back to writing a different way now because it's it's something that's instilled in me it's something that my readers love because they can really immerse themselves into and Mm. and feel everything around and step into that world that you've created I mean world building my books aren't as big as yours, but I've got a whole world. and Everyone says in the reviews how amazing the world is. I can only imagine how far you've gone with your world because of your length of your book. Do you have a map and everything in your book? Have you got a...
1: The epic fantasy has got several maps. I
0: had a feeling. I had a yeah. feeling. Of,
1: yeah. of the town, of the, the county, of the whole country, and then... There are several wow. maps
0: and then, you know. So... What are you working on right now, Tony?
1: I am currently um, this element sorry immortal series. I've just published book four now in October, so book five will be coming probably beginning of February. Uh, I am also working on another Christmas story um, for your um, video podcast this one was a christmas story I published uh, two years ever. ago it, it's called a wolf for christmas well i hope so your I'm va waiting. is
0: promoting mad that book because now is the time to sell that book well a yeah. month ago that should have started yeah. but uh, so yeah. Beautiful. the second
1: the second one of this will be called a wolf for the holidays so oh. it's they're standalones but because I'm releasing them always on christmas they will have the same kind of theme and they are wolf shifter paranormal romance christmas wow
0: days. wonderful and and the um the sec- the one you're working on now that won't be ready until next year i'm assuming yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, like so I said, that's uh, one, the one came out now.
0: Oh, it just came out now, right? Wonderful, yeah. perfect timing. So I hope, like I said, your your PA is working their asses off getting that book out <laughs> and and getting you known and uh, <clears throat> making uh, sales on the Christmas one. And do you have like groups on Facebook where people can uh, readers can join and chat with you and learn more about you?
1: Yeah, I have a group on Facebook that's called Tony's Elementals.
0: Oh, wonderful! So
1: they can hop on there and request to be part of my group. And uh, there's things happening in my group all the time.
0: Oh, that's fabulous! So, we'll have the link of that underneath in the description. And uh, okay. are you on any other social media platforms?
1: Yeah, I've got a TikTok. Um, I have. How do you Instagram. do on that? Oh, it's it's on hold right now, but I've probably got like thirty or forty videos already. It's what your? very difficult <laughs> well, what do you do on there oh just mostly just showing off my books uh, i haven't done any of myself yet um, it's
0: all all the cover and flicking through the
1: pages sort yeah, of thing. and some a little bit of music showing off the covers a little unboxing videos things like that
0: instagram TikTok, and even facebook they love videos so if you have trailers if you have readings get them on promote them in those three places because they're crying out for videos and especially on facebook it's seen more than a post you know facebook blocks all our posts now but videos get seen more so the more videos you can put on your group and your um, author page the better Um, where can people buy all of your books are you just on amazon or are you wide
1: no, I am just on Amazon. Um, they can read through KU as well. Our
0: uh, Kindle Limited, and, uh,
1: okay. Yeah. And for everybody who's in South Africa, you can buy the signed copies of my books.
0: Uh, hey and, uh,
1: if you are willing to pay shipping, then obviously you can you can buy signed copies from me directly as well. So uh, I have them printed. Are any of I guess, your books yeah. uh, in audio yet? um resilient my dystopian novel
0: she's just dystopian Uh, as well now she tells me oh my gosh wow (laughs) oh my gosh that is a far cry from fantasy dystopian
1: well um it's actually one of my best-selling books it's a dystopian set in south africa and people love it so
0: Everyone needs to go out and check that book and find out why it's a bestseller. And you left it to the last second to mention it.
1: <laughs> I love it. And that it. one's available on audio. And then um, once, once my Immortal series is finished.
0: Then you're going to put that them on audio. Go
1: that will go on audio then as well yeah that's but, fabulous uh, it'll happen sometime next year so
0: you you've got a, a lot to work on you're going to be working for a few more years mm-hmm. more books out and who knows maybe even dive into yet another genre later on because because well, you are a prolific author
1: 2023 is reserved for a uh, paranormal wolf shifter series
0: so you've already got another series in your head wow oh yeah
1: yeah oh plenty plenty they're all plenty they're, they're all are they talking advanced.
0: to you are they are they keep on bugging you about writing a book and you're like look I'm concentrating on this one first I'll come to you in a minute do you hear the yes. voices in the head Tony oh,
1: they won't stop
0: <laughs> it's not just me <laughs> no.
1: And they oh, talk to you in all weird places, in the oh, shower, gosh, while i yeah. dinner. And- yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, and don't let you sleep unless you get on the computer and type out that scene that they keep <laughs> nagging about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell it's been wonderful chatting with you uh, and and having a laugh and you're an amazing author all those books, fantastic such talent Um, I wish you all the best with the sales and uh, all the best with your new ones and everyone needs to go out, uh, check out Tony's books on Amazon I will have the link down in the description and also check out uh, the Christmas one which will be uh, perfect for uh, the stocking fillers Um, Tony, all the best. And thank you so much for being a guest on Behind the Pen.
1: Thanks for having me. That's really wonderful. Thanks so much.